Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. You can find me... Wait, I'm your host, Papa Minnow. <laughs> Jesus. You can find me on Instagram. Um, I'll be back soon. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be back That's soon like for sure. I promise. I, pro- <laughs> I promise. Tumbleweed is going through your Instagram right now. <laughs> I promise I'll be back soon. But you can find me on Instagram at pops.culture whenever My dad I make that. said that too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever I make my return with with a with a bag of milk. Um, <laughs> Don't forget the cigarettes and the cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I know when I hear that smell. Oh man, at Popstar Culture, um, same thing for Twitter. I'll be back with the carton of cigarettes and milk uh, at Papa Obeno. This is episode one twenty six of the Pops Culture podcast. Gabe, how are you doing yeah. today, buddy? I'm okay. Or what have you been up to? I should start saying what have you been up to instead of how are you doing? Because no one cares how you're doing. <laughs> we'd rather, I mean, we'd rather get to the meat and potatoes of what you've yeah, been up to. <laughs> what I've been up to is even worse on the phone because I literally do nothing. I sit in my fucking office room or in bed, like working and doing shit, and then that's about it. Uh, what are you what, working on? What I, what what have I <laughs> done that I'm trying to think? What do, what do I do? I mean, I go, I, I do friend stuff and all of that. <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst sell of the <laughs> episode I've ever heard. I do friend stuff. <laughs> I have friends. Don't judge yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I go out here and say, because then I have this realization. I'm trying to convince myself because I'll have this realization that I'm, when I'm talking to you, I'm like ah fuck, oh not, like I should go out and do more things and whatever, and then I. And then I end up doing it, and like I don't need to be doing this and that, but I just like say I just feel like I should do it. Like, I gotta have a story to tell for next week's pop culture, so <laughs> I should go just get blackout drunk and like fight a woman. So it's Jesus. It's like, I'm I'm embracing the boring life right now, and I'm not ashamed of it. So you know, yeah. I mean, you're at that age, so it's fine <laughs> to be boring. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I had, like fucking coffee dates at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Just you know, it's kind of depressing, but that's all. That's all you got right now. Hey man, I was sober for the first four months of this year. So really, for the most part, yeah, I didn't drink. I, I had one. I had one drinking night early on in January because it was my roommate's birthday. Yeah. But then outside of that, I was very sober for a good like 
four months. Yeah. I only I only drank this past weekend and it was a not a disaster, but it did not go down the way I expected it to. Why? I had way too many expectations. Why? What do you mean? I just got blackout by the end of the night and I shouldn't have gotten that drunk because I had multiple options on what I could have done. So yeah. my roommate once again was having a was having people over um bunch of people from his class and these are like i mean i think most of them are taken because from the first party that's what i remember them telling me that they all had boyfriends and stuff um but they're all from like south america so they're like very beautiful women and fun to talk to and enjoyable but like i said all of them have boyfriends so that didn't really matter um but my uh my friend riz his girlfriend was having her birthday party so i went out to that and it was at borrow and there was also a lot of women there, but pretty much the exact same situation. Every single one of them in yeah. a relationship, except for two. Um, and the two that, like, I like I wasn't really talking to them most of the night. I was talking to just the other girls who were around me. Because uh, we were sitting in this, we were sitting in this, like, square, uh, what do you call it? Not Well, not a booth, per se, but I guess square booth is probably the best way to describe it. Um, so the girls that were beside me were like the ones that I was like kind of forced to talk to because they were the closest ones near me. Jesus. Um, and yeah, the two single girls were on the opposite end of the <laughs> table. So I couldn't really talk to them that much. Um, Papa but one was really cool. What? Papa playing musical chairs throughout the night. Just <laughs> like each, each 20 minutes, it gets like one closer between them. Like throughout the night, just you slowly moving, like sit on one Yo, side. I think I thought I probably should have done that to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Like when I look back at the night, I was like, man, I probably should have tried to make a move to get closer to the other two girls because <laughs> yeah. it would have gone a lot better. Um, Are you fucking try to be in the conversation from all the way to the other side? What? What do you girls say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some, sometimes like, sometimes it could work depending on the conversation like you can chime in but other times it's yeah a little yeah, bit too like, far you to can't be... make a connection yeah though. yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh you love that too eh like, i love it i love it I love oh it. my you god check out my podcast <laughs> just screaming from the side of that just... Oh Holy my fuck, gosh, the whole table yo. knows your life story now. Yeah, yeah. What? It's with that guy we barely know. Just screaming. Your energy is so great. I think we're yeah. such a match. Yeah. Come over here. <laughs> <laughs> you come to me. You want to get close? Oh, oh man. Uh, so you, you, you dodge you dodge the um, the wheeling thing. Yeah, so so I I really didn't have that much of an opportunity. But like you know, when you're also trying to kind of feel someone's vibe or whatever, like I was trying to make eye contact with her to see if I get that, and like I never really got, I never really got any eye contact. So I was just like, man, maybe she's not across the table like a psycho. (laughs) No, no. Okay, so when I say across the table, though, like I don't want to make it seem like this is a massive table to where there is like 20 people in between us. It was more so like we were four people removed from each other in distance like it wasn't it wasn't that drastic oh, of, a, of a distance they can um, see you staring through the back of her head <laughs> come on and we, come we, on. we were pretty much facing each other so she, she could kind of see me like it was like a side view thing but anyways i only i only got uh-huh. to talk to her at the second place that we went to and the and that place was very boring yeah. um and it was only for a brief moment and i was like all right i'm gonna go home but because we got bottles at the second place, I drank way too much of the bottle. And then when I got back home, all I remember seeing was my roommate sitting in the living room. I don't know why they didn't have the lights on, but I was sitting in the living room. Um, and I heard people, and I just went straight to my room, just like passed out, and then yeah, didn't yeah. remember anything. So <laughs> you hung over the next day. Yeah, very much so. It was um, it was oh. pretty bad. 
So I, look, I get, I just get like sick thinking of hangovers now. Yeah, it's terrible. So now I'm just going to taper myself. Like I, I've realized I've been out a couple times without drinking because during that three month period, I did go out a bit. Um, and I didn't drink on those nights. So I'm like, yo, I just, should just, I just pace myself on the drinking and just not drink hard just because it's someone's birthday. And yeah. then just like be kind of close to sober. Cause I can, I can still talk to people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Somewhat yeah, sober. Well, so it's not that. I bad. know. There's, I'm like, fuck. I always do that too, though. Well, not anymore, but like, <laughs> okay. Just a couple of drinks. And like, but when you're talking like it's not even your friend group really and it's like oh yeah just, you want to like anytime be more you're not talking, you're just pounding drinks <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah what am i gonna like what do i do with my hands yeah, like, yeah. Just, <laughs> you know it's honestly so many times when i'm drinking just like I, I feel so weird standing there not like having a drink or something and then everyone just notices like oh that guy that you don't really know just stood there <laughs> like you know so yeah that's, that's how i get you too that's why I rely on water. It, it, this is funny too because yesterday actually, uh, Exclaim had their 30th anniversary party, and for those you don't don't know, Exclaim's like a magazine, and I, I freelance write for them. Uh, so I went yesterday, and I I didn't know anyone like outside of my editor, and I don't even, I didn't even get a chance to see him because there's so many people. So yeah, um, I got there and I was just standing there solo, just like randomly. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is so awkward because I'm like I don't know who to talk to. I don't even know what to do. Uh, so I just stood by this one painting and then like got a a glass of water and randomly this guy just came up to me and th- this is kind of what happens like when I've been out by myself at a bar where I'll yeah. just sit down at the bar and like have a couple drinks and someone will like randomly approach and just have a discussion which is cool but yeah it happened this time and I wasn't drinking and then he was asking me about the art on the wall and it was like a picture of like Daft Punk there was another one of these two other groups that I had no idea who they were. Um, he's like, yeah, I don't know any of these paintings. You know them? I'm like, I don't know the artist, but I do know that that's Daft Punk. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. And then we decided to like a talk. And this is like an older dude who's, um, he kind of apparently like lives in the woods, so <laughs> he's very disconnected from the internet and all that stuff and like electronics. Like he was telling me yeah. that he makes uh, he makes art with wires because he's uh he's an audio dude. And then he realized he saw someone doing art with wires before, and that kind of intrigued him. And then he started to do it himself. So, yeah, he's very detached from all kind of like socials or anything like that. And then you just like tell him, like, we just had a discussion about like his life story and like what he's into, like what kind of stuff he's been reading, all yeah. that stuff. And then whilst, when you were mentioning that, I was like, whilst I was talking to him, I literally was drinking a glass of water and it was done. And I kept like sipping the end of the cup as if there was as if there was more. And like in my head, I'm like, yo, what do I do with my hands? Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm like, bro, am I staring too much? Like, yeah, like, what do I drink? Like, I was just so in my head for a while until eventually I kind of just got comfortable enough to like not be. But at first it was like very nerve wracking to just be talking to this random guy. But after a while, you you, you get over it. (laughs) And I went out, I went to her album release party where I didn't know anyone. Like my friend was throwing it for like one in Toronto for one of the rap, like, I don't know, those Toronto rappers, whatever. And, uh, I didn't know anyone <laughs> there. And, but I was also like, fuck, because when I was in school, so I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to spend money in that too. So I got like one or two drinks, but then I also like <laughs> brought a jacket with like a bunch of beers in it, <laughs> like bring it into this bar. And I'm just like drinking my own like because i can't like it's so weird when you just don't know one single person and you're just yeah. sitting there like uh and i did the same thing i had the beer bottle and i was like blow like like putting my lips all the ones done like all the way down on it like 
sucking on it just because like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I'd just be looking, like, uh, what, what do I do here? Like, oh, it's always like, yeah, you have to have a drink in your hand or else it's weird. Yeah, it's very, it's very awkward to just stand around and, like, not do anything. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is more in your head than anyone else's. Oh, like 100%. other people, because everyone else cares about themselves, but you think that everyone cares about you. It's like no yeah. one really gives a fuck. Just yeah, like, no one like as long as you're not doing fucking weird shit. Yeah, but yeah, I probably yeah. noticed the guy sucking on a Corona bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, catch that eye contact. It's it's over. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh man, the and fuck is that the, guy doing? They have the, they have the double cup like for like fake whatever lean in that oh i hate that i just started chewing on the cup too like, yeah, <laughs> i had to stay there for like three hours away from my friend to get off i was like okay oh man yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> all um, right let's get going yeah yeah that's a that was a pretty informative intro uh this is episode 126 of the pops culture podcast as always guys if you can do us a huge favor continue to like rate review subscribe on all major streaming platforms itunes soundcloud google play spotify stitcher uh Riverside FM and Amazon Music, and yeah, I guess the first place we're gonna start um, is gonna be. Did you hear about this DJ Envy story? Mm, which one? No, I don't know. So he's his wife is writing a book, and they have it posted out, and they're doing promo for it. So on, they're on a huge press run. So her wife goes on. I think it was the Breakfast Club that she happened to be on, and she discusses how during her. I guess pretty much entire relationship with DJ Envy. She's been, sorry, she's been faking orgasms Ugh. with him the entire way through. So apparently she's, ne- I, 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 or like according to her, she's never had one. And the reason why she was doing it was she wanted to obviously, you know, boost his ego. Like she knows that he's been working so hard. He's been out doing work. And when he comes home, she's trying to make him feel better for everything that he's been providing and been able to do. So, during like whilst they're in bed or whatever she'll just like fake the orgasm i guess with the body shake or with her voice or whatever type thing and she's never had a proper orgasm with them and then on his end he was thinking that he was doing a lot of work when this entire time like no it's uh she's just been faking it that entire time no they're still together they like (laughs) they're promoting the book (laughs) this is the press run holy fuck man and he what he what's his response to this well i mean he he wasn't devastated by it but he said that it probably did like affect him a little bit uh, after he found out because she i can't remember i don't remember the exact details but apparently like they did have a discussion about it and then she or he ended up realizing that um yeah she uh she's been faking them but to note as well too i mean dj envy has stepped out on her before so i think Maybe that could have been part of yeah. it. Like he needed an ego boost to, to like know that he's doing work. Um, but yeah, I guess the main story here is uh, like I wanted to ask: like, do you think you'd be able, like would you, you would you be able to tell if a woman was faking an orgasm? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely know. Like, I've made it very <clears throat> probably not. Actually, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I, but I always do like if I'm hooking up with someone more than once or whatever, I'll always be like, don't fake it. I'd rather just know you didn't than yeah, yeah fake yeah. it. You know what I mean? And yeah, in my relationships, I always say that. Like, I get so mad if they would. I don't know if they did, but I was just like, I've never had it where they're like, oh yeah, I did actually fake it. Um, but 
Uh, no, I don't think so. Because um, it's I don't know. It's not very hard for them to fake. Like I would I would take it. I fake some I fake some orgasms myself, man. I was I was right about to go on that train too. <laughs> to, I've, yeah, also, I've also faked them. Get out of that way. Like if a girl that I'm just hooking up with faked it so we can end it i wouldn't give a fuck like yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean it's i I don't really care from a one night thing and stuff um but like yeah if someone i was seeing or dating in that i'd be pretty choked i don't think they have i had like i've had a couple exes who'd be like i faked orgasms yeah but sometimes that yeah sometimes it's just throw it in your face both times i've heard that i was like we talked like when we we're on okay terms. We're like, no, it's fine. I just lied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was Yo, like, look, yeah, at, okay. look at what women will throw at you, like to body shave and shit. Yeah, I was just like, I didn't even care though. I was like, that's not true. Like, I, I know enough <laughs> that <laughs> that's not true. So, and they both admitted that it wasn't. So, yeah, I, yeah. but I could definitely if I was only with them for a bit and stuff too. But yeah, I always make it be known that I'm like, I'd rather you just tell me and. No, I, that's so fucked. I'd be so shook, bro. I'd probably divorce. Like, my wife said that. Um, <laughs> Are those divorce but, terms? Yeah, for me. <laughs> it, is <a> gr- <laughs> it is for me. Like, that's a whole ass relationship of just fucking, you're thinking you're king of it and stuff. And now it's just like, yeah, I've never actually had one. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that, that'd be so mad, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're also older though too. Like they have kids and stuff. So I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe but that's every not... time though, like you tell yeah, me but he he probably still nutted though. So he like on his terms, he probably just like, oh, I don't like, I still got mine. Yeah, I don't know. there's something different when you fucking get you like a power play when you can fucking make her nut every time. You know, it's just like the sex is even better like knowing that they're dead ass like enjoy, yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's your wife and that that's why i'd be mad like i wouldn't i'd understand if she did it once in a while or whatever but every time like you're, you want to be as intimate and like i don't know but also i find it it's really weird a lot of guys will just go and do what they've done with everyone when they don't realize every, every girl's girl different different yeah and, but they don't want to <laughs> talk about it and stuff. like oh, i made this girl fucking come with my like two finger blast or whatever <laughs> and it's like it gets them every time it's like there's no chance it gets them every time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. unless <laughs> you're you unless your numbers are that low that like yeah you're yeah, you know you're hitting I mean? every single girl like that but yeah that everyone like you know, they're all different so i'm like but most of them, yeah like, yeah inside yeah. and stuff i'm just like that's nuts to me i always when i if i like a girl right away if we're about to have sex i'm like okay we'll just it might be awkward the first time or whatever but i'd rather know what you actually like than fucking you fake it or whatever so yeah similar That's- similar similar to what you were saying with a girl who like one night stand i don't really i mean i still do try and give a good performance but i don't really it wouldn't really bother me if she was but girls that i'm dating like seeing multiple times or who i'm in a relationship with i 100 percent do the exact well not the exact same but i do the same things like similar thing to you and that like i'll ask afterwards if they came or not like, cause I'm just like, I was, I just, I just want to know, like, you don't yeah. have to fake, like, I don't want you to fake it. Like, I want to be able to improve and get better. So I always ask them like, did you like, yes or no. Um, and then, yeah, most of them, they'll be honest about it. And they'll like, they'll let me know if they did or they didn't. And then if they didn't, like, I'll just like, try and improve on, on the next time. Cause like, that's the only way you're going to get better. Um, and then like you were saying with, uh, the guys who do the same thing, like, I, I know I have a certain move with my fingers. I do that. Like. Uh, mo not most but quite a few women have definitely like enjoyed it 
but I know that I've also done it on certain women who haven't enjoyed it. So yeah. there's no way that you could have a one trick fix, like fits all type thing uh, yeah. for each woman. Cause a lot of girls are definitely very different and like their anatomies are different. Like some girls have smaller clits than other girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, why does this guy always laugh at proper terms? <laughs> I'm a child. This is, yeah, this is fully alive. Grade five all over again. This guy can't hear the word Volvo without a bird. <laughs> Bursting out into laughter. Uh, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, some of them have bigger clits than others. Some of them have smaller clits. So I, that's why it's, it's important to communicate in those circumstances. Like you definitely got to ask and figure out like what is going to make your significant other get to the end of the road Whack. with that. So, um, fuck. There's another thing I was going to mention too. I completely forgot off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess shouts out to DJ Envy. Like he's a weirdo though. He's always had these discussions where his personal life becomes really personal on the internet. Like I think there's yeah. something else about like anal or something that he was talking about. I can't remember if that's 100 percent true or not, but it was something along those lines. And it was definitely something very personal that we did, that yeah. did not need to hear. Bro, yeah. I'd be so mad if I met my wife went to the world and wrote it in a book. Jesus yeah, well, Christ. I think it's a co-book. I think they're. I think they both are kind of. Well, wrote know. it in my fucking book. Then that's even know. worse. <laughs> <laughs> fucking off turns. Like I've never oh, made my wife come in their life. Right, it's just terrible. But yeah, like, a- I mean, yeah. But also, like what I've seen. Uh, my thing is, I like to do like a confident when I when like I talk to girls. I know we're gonna hook up. I'll be like, oh, like I'm gonna make you whatever, like that, and so so then you have to like do it because you talk such a game and then so sometimes i'm there for like an hour like i'm just like i won't i won't stop so <laughs> it happens and you're like oh my pussy hurts <laughs> <laughs> i won't ever give up though <laughs> oh my god i can't give up on us yeah well remember my my like i'd be on and off friends with like my ex but we always bicker and this is when I was like nineteen twenty. We dated, but we still talk like here and there up until the last couple of years. And she's like, she's like, you never made me like, you never made me come. And I was like, I was like, I was like, like she was trying to hurt me. And I was like, I was nineteen. I would go fuck like, <laughs> I like, what do you nineteen year olds don't make girls like come? Like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. I was like, I don't. You know, like that was my first like person I dated and had sex like all the time with. I think I was like, and then she's like, you know, I didn't like whatever. I was like, I was 19. I don't give a shit. Like, that was just, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. But if it happened when I was like 25 or something, I'd be choked. Devastated. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy and that don't. No, go, go. I wish I could see like 18 year old, 19 year old me with like a girl, like how bad it was and just bumbling around. And, I would like, not. I don't want to see that because just like when slapping I- it. <laughs> Blowing on it. <laughs> God, you like that? Like, yeah, I saw this on the internet. But you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that tap, nice. that door yeah, tap. Because yeah. the only thing you learn from is like porn too. It's like, why aren't you screaming? <laughs> what are you gonna come water? Like, <laughs> oh my god, and do that aggressive thing when the, when the like and then it like waterfall. Like, why doesn't that happen? Just fucking open hand punch in the clit. You like that? You like yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm the pizza man. <laughs> God, kids are so fucked. Dude, porn is fucked. To be honest, yeah, just like... break some guys. It's insane. It's insanity. Like it's broken some like tons of men's minds. Like, yeah, for like, sure. Like they think 100%. it's actual. They think it's actual like real life. 
It's like, no. Like, Dude, that's so I think funny. That, no, go, go, go. That's what makes some of sexual assault. Because they're, it's not even like they're bad. They're just like, <laughs> oh, that's what, like, I'm here to deliver Chinese food, but I'm gonna, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think they don't even have the intentions, but they're just so bad, like, bad at human interaction and stuff that they think, like, porn happens in real life. Yeah. I mean, you see those videos where dudes are going super aggressive. And especially if you're really caught up in it, like the more you watch porn, the more you need like the crazier stuff to get you off. So once you get to that level, you're watching like the most ridiculous shit. And like you think that that's what you need to do for a woman. Well, I mean, that's what that's what you probably need to do for yourself in terms of like getting with a woman. Yeah. Um, So they just get too aggressive, too slow, too fast. Like the problem is that most guys just don't pay attention to the woman. And like that's what you're really supposed to do. If you want to have oh, good yeah, sex, yeah. like obviously you should do what makes you feel good as well too. But yeah. um, most guys are going to come regardless. Like most most of the time, if you're in the right state of mind. But the most important thing is to like pay attention to what she's doing, like what her needs are, like how her body's reacting to your movements, and what's making her feel good in the moment. And like continue doing that. Like a lot of times, a guy will do something that's making a go- girl feel good. And then you'll get in his head and think like, oh, wait, let me let me add this move to it. Yeah. And he'll, he'll switch it up. And then like she's like, no, I'm not into this anymore. So <laughs> yeah, that, you, that, that fucks it up as well, too. But for sure. I felt, yeah, I love the de- take that, the reference to like, you need to get more extreme like year after year. And I was like, this is the second time you said that. So I'm really, really interested in what you watch. But me, I don't I don't want I don't really watch porn, to be honest, man. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I definitely don't watch it nearly as much as I when I was younger. When I was younger, yeah, when I was younger, like high school, like yeah, that, <laughs> that was like a lot. But now that I'm older, like I don't know, it's just I, I, it's more of a time waster for me. So I'm just like not really into it. And like I said, like <laughs> it, it's fucked up when you look at like some of the shit that's on there. Like my shit's mostly like lesbian shit. If I am gonna watch it, like that's what I'm more so gonna. Watch Mine's if, white if girls rapping that. lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So fire, bro. I don't know why that turns you on so much, it's, bro. I've watched it forty times. I keep sending it to white girls. I'm like, how sick is this? And they're like, are you, wait, are you, did you actually do that? I, yeah, I doubled it. Oh my like, god! My friend, like, when I was talking, when I was talking to Julia, I was like, because like, she always like raps and stuff. I was like, this is sick. She's like, okay. And yeah, then the next day, I was like, I did again. It was like, how good is this? <laughs> are you interested in doing this verse too? <laughs> and all the white girls, I'm like, why? I was like, why does this turn me on? And they're all like, like, why am I the person to answer it? I'm a white woman. Why? Like, yeah, how would yeah, I yeah. know why this turns you on? Like, three of them said that. I was like, I was like oh, I don't, I, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. This guy has no shame whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my they're god. My like, they're my closest friends. So but yeah, this is my getting away from. That's the genre I need to pick up now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what that's what gets I you found, going before. I found before her on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This guy's a psycho. She's like, what song should I do next? Okay. <laughs> I'm strolling through my Spotify. <laughs> and then <laughs> This guy actually looks for the songs. <laughs> so that was the most psycho thing I've done. Wait, she has IG too or she just has TikTok? She has IG and, oh, man. and TikTok and she had... Both her stories on both were like, what song should I do? How, wait, how, how many followers? How many followers? She has like 40,000 right now. More oh, okay. On but she has a husband. She's like 23 and has a husband who's like looks like an ugly redneck. I was like, okay, well, this is going to remain a fantasy for me then because that's not happening. But so, yeah. Down fantasy. south. I've never done a complete stranger. I was like, I was like do that little Uzi song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh man. That's actually yeah, pretty so funny. <laughs> I had to get that story out there because that was probably the most fucked thing I've done this week. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you didn't start with that at the <laughs> yeah. beginning of the episode. Oh, man, I, and I really after I have another story too. I was like, oh, I was like, both of those would have filled it out and stuff. Well, too, go so go like, into the other story. We're kind of light <laughs> on content, so we might as well. Okay, so I've been going on this like I've been I've known this girl on and off, and like we've been hanging out and but like not talking about like necessarily like we daytime hang out go to the art gallery whatever Ooh, the and, art like, gallery it, yeah like just shit like that you know that you probably do with your friend and stuff like i do not go to the art gallery with my friends but okay <laughs> well I, I mean i go all the time with friends, but it's a good thing to do um but yeah and anyway so every time we hang out i'm like okay i can't read this girl's vibe at all but every time i go home she's an artist right like she has like fifty thousand followers and like like her life or art and like or whatever is like art and she has a blog too that she writes in and stuff and every time we go out i'm like okay this i don't even know what this girl's thinking or whatever so i'm not like gonna do anything or make a move and then but then she always produces content about me either art or writing about me each time we hang out like saying she wants to like hook up and she really likes me and stuff and i'm like but when i talk to her she like just it, it's completely different so the last like three weeks i've just come home and I, every single time i'm like all right gotta check the blog or like art and, like, <laughs> and it's it's so like well de- detailed and expressed and like emotions or whatever but then when i'm just talking to her she's like a pretty stone cold person like she's like russian and i'm just like okay i have no idea what's going on here so for like three weeks a month i've each week i've got like art pieces about me but no idea like the person actually telling me so and they're all like positive and everything and like she wrote about something like giving her butterflies like me I'm, oh, why can you not say this in human face-to-face type thing so that was this, this is kind of an how, interesting role how many times you guys gone out like four or five and each time it's done that yeah i don't know maybe she's just very like her art is how she expresses herself and she doesn't know how to do that in person. Like maybe she's just like kind of shy in person. Yeah, no, really it's know. kind of like it is what it is. <laughs> she's also like, I think, I think it's both of our egos too. Cause it's like, I don't know. She's like, she's really attractive and like has like, and fucking has like only fans as well. And, uh, and then it's like me. I was like, I'm not like, I'm just used to like, I need to know, like, I, I don't need to push for this. Like, I need, like, <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, I'm just like, I don't, like, maybe, like, I'm not, I'm not the normal guy. I'm not the guy sliding in your inbox saying weird <laughs> shit. Like, I can go somewhere else and get a date. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, want, yeah. I, I got, be, like, I got options. <laughs> yeah, I want to know when a girl really likes me and stuff, too. It makes it, like, more interesting in that as well. So, I'm just like, but it's also, but also your ego is kind of like, yo, this girl who has, like, 50,000 followers over her art is like producing art about me i'm like ah like i'm fucking pretty cool so you know that that's it's kind of a nice feeling so i'm gonna keep going even if nothing <laughs> oh my god you're, <laughs> you're her muse bro yeah <laughs> Just I like just like we've used women for her stories on this podcast, she uses yeah. you for her content. Oh, 100%. I've never bitched or complained or anything. It's just I've never been in this position. Yeah, that's true. I, I was like, also, that's, also was, that's a joke on my part. I don't use women for this podcast. Just, <laughs> I just tell stories, all right? I don't I use you. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many stupid shit that I've done over, like, the last five years. 
because it'd be good content. So, <laughs> you, yes, women, I'm on a date with you. It's a 50-50 chance. I'm just here for the podcast. You know, because I know I'll say that shit, and then someone's going to be like, wait, you use women to for yeah. your content on the podcast? I know someone's going to think, I'm actually serious about that shit. Yeah, I, I fully... Um, like I'm gonna pursue this just so we can find talk about it on the podcast now. What kind of art are we talking about? Like these are paintings or what? Or yeah, like yeah, paintings like full on like digital kind of like art, like paintings and that. But she's like, it's also like kind of like sexual too. There's so many like weird guys. Like I've seen messages and stuff, and there's so many fucking weird guys and weird things and that. Like it's art and thirst trap. <laughs> Dude, that's one thing I don't like. Like that's one thing I don't want to see. I'm from, pretty sure I sent it to you, sent it before to you. Yeah, you sent me some of her art. I was just yeah, yeah. making conversation for the okay. listeners. But <laughs> that's something I don't want to see, though. Sometimes, like, other guys' DMs and, and like, other guys' DMs to women. Because yeah. I'm like, I can't believe you guys say some of this shit. And I just go, like, I don't know. I just get so cringe. I get, like, third-hand embarrassment from it. Because I'm like, I oh. can't believe there's guys that are just dropping this shit in here. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I honestly I had this conversation yesterday. I was like, I the bar is these men help me because like I'm not special in any way, but the bar is so low for some women, especially on like dating apps. You know what I mean? And like stuff yeah. like that. I was like, it's not that I'm some fucking king of romance or like spitting game. It's just like, I'm normal. So they're like, Oh, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Cause guys just so like, it just, it, it helps us. Like it helps normal guys. Like, especially for women like over 30 and stuff too. They're like, Oh, like just talking about the worst shit. Like one girl was so happy that, She's like, I'm really in this guy. Like, what do you like about him? The first thing she said, she's like, well, his grammar is often correct. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, that's a weird first. Like, I was over listening. I was like, that's a weird first thing. And then I was like, okay, what are the next things going to be? And then she, that, she just stopped talking. And they, like, started moving on to the next conversation. It was like she was impressed because he uses the correct grammar. So that was pretty interesting. Grammar is pretty yeah. big. Grammar is pretty big, though. Even, yeah, even for women, like, like... You've got nothing else. So, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you'd be well, especially in Toronto. At least, I'd say you'd be surprised. Like, I know, but like, I can't ever. Like, I don't want that ever to be my spouse or whatever. Be like, oh, what? Like, what? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know I see what, what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like the highlight for you. That, no, yeah, that being the thing is fine. Yeah, like, yeah. One yeah. of the things you like, but that's it. Doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. That being the thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, I was waiting for. Like, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was waiting for her, like, I just and this conversation stopped. I'm just sitting there by myself, waiting, and I was laughing so hard. After like two minutes later, it's like, oh my god, that's all she's talking about. Yeah, that is uh, that's a little embarrassing. So, what's this girl's OnlyFans hitting for? What? <laughs> what's her OnlyFans hitting for? You know how much she charges for? for? Do you know how much she no, charges? No, I don't. For? Want, so I'm like, that's all. I don't want to talk about it, and so I've never. I've never asked, and then finally, last time, we are like, I kind of insinuated it, but I was just like, fuck, like, I don't want to see one of those guys, like, is that, like, the same thing, like, even give her an idea, I'm there, because, like, OnlyFans, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we talked about it, I was like, oh, what do you, what do you do, and she's like, I, I paint, I paint things with my tits. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. not touching that one. Yeah, I was like, I sat there, and, I'm like, not going went, and she even said, like, but it wasn't, like, shocked, it was just like, thinking I, I i wasn't bothered by it like it's not that i was just like i was tired it was a long day too and she's like everything okay i'm just like i'm like i, I just don't know what to <laughs> i say. gotta go like, <laughs> i gotta yeah. go no i was like it was, it was just, i don't know nah, what happened nah, to my nah. brain there it kind of just like froze i was like uh i just couldn't think of a 
say something back and she didn't say anything back. So he just like goes, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I grabbed my beer bottle and just started sucking it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dude, sometimes but, I hate when that happens. Like someone will say something to me and then I know I should respond, but like I don't respond. And then it's yeah. like too late to respond. So I'm just like, fuck, I should have said something. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, damn that was it. basically the next like 20 minutes and that too. And then she like invited me over and <laughs> I went inside. And I was like, I petted her like she has cats. I like pet the cats. I was like, okay, well, bye. <laughs> Left. And she's like, what the fuck? Like invited you over. and Yeah, him. that's so weird. <laughs> that's so weird, Gabe. I don't know why you did that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just like, after that, I was just like, I don't know what the, like, I, I don't even care. I just like, I already know I'm being a weirdo. So I just need to get the fuck out of here and cut my losses. <laughs> and then she's like, what was going on with you after the, like, after like halfway through the date? I was like, ah, oh, man, I can't even tell you. <laughs> like, you're being weird. I was like, hi, I'm just a weird person. Sorry. But yeah, that's some that of the passes it. you get, bro. I swear. <laughs> I know and expected, I expected because I, I fumbled that hard. I expected to be like, never like talk to me again. Or yeah, I would, I would have been like, and that's then, probably game over for me. Yeah, no, no, that's why I was like, okay, well, when I was driving home, I was like, okay, well, that's the last I ever see of her. And then the next day, she's like, okay, like, talk to her, it's weird. And she's like, okay, let's go to a movie Monday. I was like, you should probably run right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Like, I was actually shocked. Your like, radar's so, off. Making all these plans. Yeah, I was just like, okay. So, it, I guess it didn't end the world. But, yeah, that, that's what that's what my week, couple weeks have consisted of. Cool, cool. Are you are you outside right now? No, the, there's a landscaper outside. Uh, okay, I was like, I could hear this. Um, all right, let's move on to the NBA playoffs. Uh, whew, where do we even start with these? They've been pretty uh, entertaining for the most part. I've actually enjoyed quite a few of the games. Um, I'm surprised that the Nets got swept in four games. I really was not expecting that to happen. Yeah. I thought I thought they were going to win the series, but boy, was I wrong. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it just came down to the Celtics have the best defense in the league or they have had since January 1st. And they found a way to put the clamps on Durant and Kyrie Irving, make them do things that they didn't want to do, you know, take them out of their tendencies. Like Durant wasn't able to get to some of the spots that he normally gets to on the floor. Uh, Boston has a really agile defense. They got a lot of dudes who are tall and have long arms as well, too. So that was a huge disruption for Durant, like there's a times where Tatum would even be able to block Durant's shot, and like yeah. I've never seen people be able to block Durant's shot because he's so tall. Um, so yeah, they had a masterful defense, um, and that you know defense wins championships. So with that, they were able to sweep yeah. the Nets. Um, the Nets also like they they didn't really play their best either. Like there were times where they were leading in those games in that first either two quarters, and then that third quarter was just devastating for them for some reason. Because um, and there's fucking they just no adjustments or anything, too. Yeah. Like, uh, there's nothing uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate how Steve Nash is getting the biggest pass ever. The is he? I, okay, so I haven't yeah. been online, so I wasn't sure if people were roasting or not. Because I'm like, he should be getting roasted right now. Because I, I was giving him the benefit of doubt during the regular season. Because I was like, okay, it's like some of the stuff that they're doing is not 100% on him. Yeah. But in the playoffs, like I would say he deserves to definitely get most of the blame for, these, yeah. for this uh, well, playoffs. Because both things, too. I was like... Okay, if he managed to like make everything smooth as like a player's coach, you know what I mean? I'd be like, okay, you can take the L with them and whatever and you know, his Q his Q and A, like the plays that he runs, he'll get a little pass for. 
But the fact that he couldn't even hold on to Harden for like a year, like for him to leave that quickly and for the be so many tensions of thing. Like I know he can't change Kyrie's mind and all that, but like he did absolutely nothing to like take drama away from that team. You know what I mean? Whereas like other teams are have come out and been like, yeah, it was crazy, but no one ever knew because they covered it up and like whatever. So I'm like Nash fucked it up every single way you could look at it. And I was like, this guy should be fired. Like two years in a row and that too. Like, I don't know. But I know that like you heard Kyrie before. It was like, we're the coaches. We don't really have a coach. And I don't, I'm not even that good. Like at basketball, I'm not even like, it's not like football for me. Like I don't recognize the plays that as much or what they should and shouldn't do. I know enough and whatever, but with them, it was so obvious. Like you watch the third quarter. I'm like, how do you not come out with like a few plays, like for the first, that first couple um minutes you know what i mean just the adjustments and that and yeah. there was like none so it was just like fuck this guy he's get, he's getting buried by like some people but he's getting it passed by a lot of like you know the the fucking journalists like those white journalists that are like, eh, so it, well, they're just not going at him or they're yeah, like they're, they're not like, okay i mean it's Kyrie and durant so the focus is obviously going to be on them um i just think he's not getting as much shit as he should Okay, I wasn't sure if you were actually out there like actively defending him or not. So, oh yeah, um, I've seen on like fucking Reddit and stuff on the playoff thing. I saw tons of people defending him. It's like, that's what they use. Like it's Kyrie's fault. I'm like, you've been the coach for two years now, man. You can't like tell Kyrie to shut the fuck up and sit down. Like, <laughs> well, like Ty Lue in his first year when he was a rookie, people he got, made so much fun of him. But in the, one of the books, they said he told LeBron to shut the fuck up, like on Game Seven. And like do what he's saying, and told like handle Kyrie because he wasn't talking to anyone on the team for like months at a time. Apparently, in that season, in that so like Ty Lue was a fucking <clears throat> rookie coach who told the greatest player ever to shut the fuck up, and Kyrie to figure it what, out. One of, yeah, okay, whatever. You put the story <laughs> here, fuck. Um, but yeah, so you know what I mean. It's like that's not an excuse thing because we've seen Ty Lue do it, and then people still shit on Ty Lue until. He had, he had to fucking pull off amazing shit with the Clippers to get his credit, too. You know what I mean? So people, yeah. I don't know why Nash is getting this pass after two years. Well, I mean, with the LeBron thing, though, you never, as LeBron's coach, you're never going to get credit, though. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I know, I know. I think he, you only kind of get it in hindsight. Like, Eric Spolstra never really got that much credit until maybe later on. Because with LeBron, like, it's it's more so he kind of dictates a lot of what goes on on the floor. Yeah. So it, he's a little bit of a different case, but I get what you're saying in the Ty Lue thing where yeah. he was and able to stand also, up and get him to, to do what he needed him to do. Ty Lue's playoff uh, defensive adjustments are, were so fucking good the first year, even the second year too. Yeah. Yeah. He made, fucking, he made huge changes. Yeah. yeah he like definitely made huge changes in that. Yeah. There was like adjustments being made and stuff. Like I remember every, I watched every Cleveland game that year and in, in the playoffs and I was like, okay, like, you know, you expect some shit like that, but no, nothing. And they just like people gave the blame to Kyrie in that. It was like he's the player. Like you need to fucking Yeah. And it stuff. was during Ramadan too. I would yeah. say some of it's like they had a lot of injuries, so that team's had tons of injuries. Uh Kyrie, Durant, and Harden never played that many games together. So that definitely factored into it as well too. Even um this year with uh even this year, like before the trade happened, like they hadn't played that much either. So for them to kind of gel whilst in the playoffs wasn't really going to be a a probable thing for them. Um, and, you know, I think a guy like Ben Simmons would have helped them a lot, but he clearly yeah. has 
either an injury or some mental thing going on where he couldn't play this year or whatever. So we'll see what happens next year because that's going to be this is going to be the side. That's got to be the deciding year for them. Dude, what are you doing? What? What are you doing? Um, my headphones fell out. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's going to be the deciding year for them because uh, I think it's the last year in both of Durant and. Kyrie's contracts, yeah, uh, and then obviously you just got Ben Simmons as well too. So you got to make something happen, and so by something you definitely got to win a championship. Otherwise, that four years has been a complete bust. Unless they sign an extension and they happen to go on some huge run later on, but that's the older you get, the less likely that's going to happen. It's so. crazy to me though that they couldn't even keep Harden for like more than a season. Yeah, but that's also Harden. Harden quits on teams all the time. Well, I've I mean, see no, him. How though? He took it still okay. He quit on the Rockets, maybe, but that still took like eight years. That you know what I mean? Like he he had like a pretty good choice of where he wanted to go too. So I thought he would definitely um, stay longer in that too. And like maybe he does quit, but that's exactly like with those guys around. Like the fact that he quit and like Nash, no one like saw it. Took less than a year for him to quit. Um, says something about them too, even if it is hard and always like soft or whatever. I th- still says that it couldn't even last a year. <laughs> I think for Harden right now, it's the fact that you know he's had that hamstring injury, and like we were joking about last week, hamstrings are are no joke whatsoever. Yeah. Um. So I think that's been affecting him, and he's definitely Harden he's pulled old. it running to the bus. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He pulled it at running, the strip club. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna write about to say that. He pulled it running for some strippers. Than me, <laughs> he was, uh, he was hopping up and down in the strip club, and then yeah. he ended up pulling it. Um, but yeah, he's getting older, so that's definitely harder to heal and mend, especially as you get older. So I think for him, what he wants to be able to do is to have less. Like he doesn't want to carry as much as he has been in those Houston days. Like he was carrying yeah. Houston for a long ass time. I think now he wants to be more of like a secondary third yeah, yeah, like a chris paul type yeah like secondary third tertiary type player right now so with bought with uh broken because of the fact that Kyrie couldn't play because of the vaccine he obviously <laughs> had to do way more than he wanted to do um i pay money to to hear harden like what he actually thinks about that whole situation because he never said anything but everyone was like he hates Kyrie. Right yeah, now, I mean, so. he he made some allusions to it, like he alluded yeah, yeah. a little bit to it, but yeah, he never actually came out and said what it was. Yeah, I got, like to sit down for like ten minutes and uh, see what he says. Um, but yeah, we're seeing we're kind of seeing some something similar into in the Raptors series as well too, and we can probably segue into that right now. Um, you know, Harden has to do more than he has in the past few games that they've been playing, and he hasn't really been doing that. So to me, it seems like he definitely wants to take a little bit more of a backseat because he probably is still lingering from that injury. Who? Sorry. Um, but Harden? Cut? Oh, yeah, okay. Cut out of what part? <laughs> well, I thought, I thought you moved to the Raptors. Yeah, I did. We segued into the Raptors. I'm saying in this series, he has to do more than oh, he has been in the past three games. Oh, I got Or you. past two games, I should say, yeah. Because, I mean, the Raptors have made a bit of a comeback here, and this is a – this is a series I was expecting. I was expecting the Raptors to be in a yeah. tight series like six or seven games. And here we are in game six going down tonight. Um, hope, well, I guess by the time you guys hear this, hopefully they've cool. won. It's on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, hopefully by the time you guys hear this, they've won. Uh, also, once again, I probably will leave this raw unedited because I do want to catch this game real quick. Um, but, yeah, he's got to be a lot better. Uh, the Raptors are made some adjustments and one of those adjustments has been Fred Van Vliet got hurt and that's yeah. actually been a positive for this team he because he always plays bad against Philly. 
Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think there's just something um, with their length and like the type of guys that they have. He just doesn't. Yeah. He's not a bad player. He just doesn't fit this series. Just the matchup in this yeah. series is bad for him. Because if I I, I, can't, I can't remember who said this, but I was uh, listening to one of these podcasts and they're saying if he was in a series against the Heat, like you'd want him on the floor against like a Kyle Lowry yeah. or like one of those guys. Or if he was against uh, Milwaukee, you would definitely want him on the floor against uh who's who's their point guard drew holiday yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah drew holiday he didn't yeah, want him against like those guys everyone he's not that great with orlando and milwaukee and then he started going off yeah or sorry um, and then, orlando and philly yeah. yeah philly and then in this situation like he was getting like he was getting blown by uh maxi the entire like time he was on the floor like it was pretty embarrassing he was giving up so many points so yeah now that we've got scotty barnes back who's been really Really good on the defensive end. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty good offensively. Oh, yeah, yeah. She did get that. Shout out to him for that. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, since he's gotten – since he's been on the floor and we've been able to run that long lineup of guys who are like six, six plus, um, it's definitely been a different story for the Raptors going forward. Uh, their defense has definitely been a lot better, and that's what's been able to propel them. Like, they held, they held Philadelphia to like 88 points in the last game. So, they have all the momentum going forward. I really think – no teams ever come back from 3-0. I do think the Raptors do have a good chance. Like yeah. it's gonna, like and there's no pressure. There's no pressure on the Raptors. It's gonna happen against Doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what he? Did you hear what he was saying? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, so they asked him about his record and being up three-one in situations and then losing. Um, so they asked him like, "Oh, like you've been in this multiple times. Like you're the only coach who's had this issue happen to them as many times as you have." Yeah, and he was saying that well in. Oh nine or oh eight or I can't remember what year it was. No, oh three, I think it was. Uh when they were facing the Pistons. Yeah. He was up three one, but they were the eighth seed, so they weren't even supposed to be in that position. <sighs> Which in the technical sense, probably like, yeah, you're expecting them to probably not win that series. But if you're up three one, then yeah, you should probably still win yeah, the series though. Like that's not an excuse to, to pull one out of three games. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's not an excuse to be like, oh, like, well, we weren't even supposed to be there. So we yeah, should have always been that. like that. He makes excuses about everything. Oh, I mean, that's why he's had this. Ha- well, I mean, yeah. that's why he's had this happen. Right, um, no. And then <laughs> it, what was the other one? The other three one was there was the Clippers one, obviously, the Clippers. and then there's um what, there's what, one there's one before that. Was there uh, one with Boston? It was was it Orlando? No, Orlando was against. No, uh, yeah, that was the one time. Fudge. But I remember, didn't it, Miami was up on the Heat, LeBron Heat, one time? But I can't. I think that was three two. No, you're talking about Boston being up against them. That was three two. though. Yeah, sorry, I wanted to say um, Boston. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah there's, okay. The there's other at one, least three out of one. Just, yeah, the other ones you were saying, like the Clippers one was in one of them was in the, the bubble. Twice. Yeah, it was the Clippers twice. Oh yeah, it was against Denver. That's what it was. Okay, so the That's first the most one that had, one no. Yeah, that's the most recent one. The first one that happened, he was saying they were in the bubble. Or no, it was the Clippers against uh the first who one was it? it? Paul it was when they had Chris Paul and stuff. Chris Paul and those guys, yeah. Okay, so that one like, Yeah, that one I can't remember what, what his excuse was. I think he was just saying that they 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 just ended up losing that one. Oh, yeah. Chris Paul had a hamstring injury. That's what it was. Chris Paul had a hamstring injury. He yeah, came back. Was out too at some point. He couldn't play. Yeah, he couldn't play. Um Austin Rivers was their number one guy. Yeah, no, Blake was in there, though. But he was saying that Chris Paul came back and he couldn't play through his hamstring. So they ended up losing that one. And then the one in the bubble, he was saying, oh, it's the bubble. Anything could happen. So, you like, that was just... Like, he, he was saying that that one was their fault, but he was saying that it was also the bubble at the same yeah. time, too. So he does make excuses. So, I mean, the Raptors... If there's Raptors going to do it against someone, it's against him. And the Raptors don't have pressure. Like, this is the first series where, like, every... like This is one, one thing I didn't get about Raptors fans. 
when we went down 3-0, which I definitely wasn't expecting, um, I, I mean, like, maybe I thought they could have get, get swept, but like, I was like, I think they'll win this last game at least, yeah. um, which they happen to do. But I was saying that everything in this playoffs is complete gravy. Like, you got Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year. This was supposed to be a rebuild season. We weren't really even supposed to be in the fifth seed at all. Yeah. We won a championship two to three years ago. This isn't a cha- we're, like we're not a championship team. So anything they do in these playoffs is just like experience for this young core. Everyone's gonna get better. Um, so it's all gravy. Like I didn't really care if they got swept or not because I'm like we weren't even supposed to be here in the first place. So I don't yeah. really bother me. But now that we're in this position, I'm like, oh, they have momentum going into Game Six at home. And if they win this as a game seven where anything can happen, there's no pressure on the Raptors whatsoever. Like you guys weren't supposed to be here. If you push it to a game seven, all the pressures on Philly, they're back at home. They're going to be tight. Like they're going to not want to make any mistakes whatsoever. Cause one, they don't want the embarrassment of losing a three Oh series lead. And they're the ones who were projected to possibly go to the NBA finals as well, too. So there's no pressures on the Raptors here. That's a lot of momentum going forward. I think they do have a really good chance of coming back three Oh. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I the same way too. I got to argue with another Raptors fan and they were like, I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm not like, I wasn't upset when they were down three out. Like, what the fuck? Like they're getting on, like, how are you not? I was just like, man, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, exact. I was like, things are good. The future is good. We're not the Lakers. Like we can't build, yeah. <laughs> you can't just build it in one year. Like it, the, that's just how it is. Go be a Laker Clipper fan if that's what you want. But like we have literally the best GM and coach, one of the best coaches too. So we like, yeah, it's, I feel like if you've been around since like 2000, you're like, okay, like, you know, you're going to be a fan forever. And you, you knew this season is, it's all gravy extra, an extra yeah. add to it. So uh, yeah, but I find like a lot of the newer Raptor fans are like, fuck, like this is bullshit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we weren't going to win a championship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I think that, yeah. We got, yeah, we got the rookie. The, like, honestly, I'd rather this like happen than fucking make it to like the, Whatever, like we got the rookie of the year. Like Pascal's finally starting to play better. We got some more moves we can make. Like things are looking way better already than we thought. At, you know what I mean? At the beginning of this year, so well, and like Scotty's pick was so lots of people fucking hated it and that when he first got picked. And there we got. And look the how it's turned out so far. Yeah, like how do you not have faith in um, Messiah and, and Nurse? So yeah, yeah, and we signed and we resigned Messiah. So like. You, you got a good future going on. And that's the thing that I think that's the thing that bothers me is because the Raptors have all these new fans. And obviously, like, granted, I get it. They got so much exposure from the championship. More people are definitely going to be more in tune to watching them. But it's like you got to temper your expectations. Like, I was watching the Raptors when we were complete doo-doo. Like, we had some of the most terrible draft picks back in the day. We had some of the most terrible players. Guys who would openly shit on the team, like, publicly. Yeah. So many players never wanted to come to Toronto because they're like, oh, that's like that's like North Pole. Like, polar bears walk around there and shit like yeah. that like so many people were so ignorant to what what the city was back in the day that we couldn't get f- free agents i mean we still struggle to get them now but it's like it was way worse back then yeah so, for sure and well like, it, toronto's fucking like one of the players favorite cities now and stuff like they always um a bunch of guys call it white las vegas now like it has a good standing with players too so yeah it's definitely better than what it was before um so yeah i mean i never thought i'd see a championship and like from watching the raptors when i was young i never thought i'd see a championship at yeah. like the age i saw it i thought i honestly thought i probably wouldn't see a championship till i was like 50 years old or something like that 
Um, so the fact that we were able to get it when I was like 26, I'm yeah, like, man, you could enjoy they it. could have, yeah, they could have like the next five years be shitty. And I still wouldn't really be that upset about it. Cause I'm like, man, we still won a championship. You know, you know how hard that is to do in the NBA. There's only out of the 31 team. What is it? 31 teams, 32 teams now, 30, yeah, 30 teams, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 teams, 30 yeah, teams, 30 teams. Out of 30 teams, only, I think it's like 10 or 11 franchises have won a championship. Yeah, since the inception, so it's it's not like an easy feat. It's not something that happens often. So yeah, no, I I agree in that too. It's kind of annoying. Honestly, I didn't even think like I didn't even think we'd make it to the playoffs this year. And I was totally content. Like this is just all extra. Yeah. So we just and like now we get to be, um, you know, now we, might, we might witness about, history. Yeah, you know what I mean? The next like we've got a good build thing, so we can add a add a star or something the next year or two as well then you know we'll be back there so just chill Kawhi 2.0 baby mm-hmm. but yeah uh that's pretty much it for this episode i don't know if you got anything else you want to throw in before no, we I gotta go pop too. off all right um yeah that'll do it for episode 126 of the pops culture podcast thank you guys so much for listening as always you continue to like rate review subscribe and share the podcast on all major streaming platforms that's itunes soundcloud google play spotify stitcher amazon music and riverside fm also shout out to some of the people who i didn't know were listening to the podcast that listened to the podcast um this girl from high school actually like messaged me but like Sorry, I've been on a break, so I haven't really been looking at my messages, but I will respond to you because I, it is pretty dope that you actually messaged me about the podcast. Uh, but shout out to people who tune into the podcast and who I didn't know tune into the podcast. Shout out to the people who tune in every week and let me know as well, too. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Well, to the Middle East. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.